What's up, everybody? You know what day it is. It's Friday. That means it's time for another episode of Mike Makes Playlists, a podcast where I, the host, Mike, literally make a playlist and then explain to you, the listeners, uh, the context behind some songs, why I put it in there. Um, each week is a theme playlist, yada, yada, yada. Let's just get into it, all right? Uh, this week, I thought it would be fun to do a summer theme playlist, uh, considering we're in June, which I didn't even really... I guess I realized it, but it was it wasn't like a like a right in the front of my mind, you know. When I woke up this morning, I was like, you know, I should do a summer playlist since summer's coming up. Um, but we're actually like just you know in the first half of summer, and it's almost Fourth of July, which is fucking crazy. What the hell's going on? Uh, this quarantine kind of like uh, put us in some kind of weird time loop. So I, I, I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one thinking that way. Um, but yeah, so this week we're doing a summer theme playlist, and this is kind of a specific one tailored towards being on the beach, and not just any beach, you're kind of there with alone, either alone, or with, uh, one of your best friends, or with a small group of people, and we're not talking, like, like, the main beaches, uh, like, like, towards, uh, you know, not like not like the main part of uh, the dunes and stuff like that. We're talking about you going more towards Michigan City, the little bit of rockier beaches, but they still have a nice thing of sand. They're a little bit more isolated. Um, I can't, I can never remember like the name of uh, the beaches off the top of my head, but there's a lot of more secluded areas around there, like Beverly Shores. Um, it's kind of tailored to a, a relaxing beach day. We're not, you know, we're not getting totally muck, uh, fucked up on the uh, on the beach. We're relaxing with our friends. And we're playing some of this nice, chill, uh, a lot of it's kind of lo-fi inspired, I would say, uh, music in the background. You know, it's kind of, it's not, it's not blasting, uh, but it's, 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 I guess I could describe it as background music in a sense. Even though I'm a huge fan of a lot of these artists, I'm a huge fan of uh, the discographies of a lot of these artists. And I think the, the purpose of this playlist is to, you know, get you to explore a little bit more of these guys, um, I wouldn't say a lot of these guys are underground, but I would definitely say there's a couple of of artists on here that will make an appearance on uh, the next few on the radar playlists that I make monthly. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Um, before we do, take a second, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and picture yourself sitting on the beach. The sun's in the sky. You got a cold beverage in your hand. There's sand in your drawers, but you don't care. You're sitting next to two of your best friends. It's a beautiful day, a Monday. For some reason, all three of you are unemployed and sitting on the beach instead of looking for a job. That's okay. You look over and your friend is turning on a speaker and he's playing the latest edition of Mike Makes Playlists on the local 209 Spotify. It's summer. It's summer themed. It's for the beach. And this song begins to play. Mornings come, you watch the red sunrise. The LED still flickers in your eyes. All you are to spare, face the razor. Because no one's gonna spare the time for you. So yeah, this week's playlist, um, sorry, I got to get my, my voice out of that uh, quiet ASMR bullshit that I just did for you guys. Um, this week's playlist starts off with Obvious Bicycle by Vampire Weekend. And I was once told by my boss, by Alan Moskowski, uh, that Vampire Weekend is the greatest summer band ever. And when he first told me that, I didn't really believe him. 
until I think it was that summer I saw them live and wow um you know I I was always uh, I always liked their discography um I was more in tune to their third album um which is where this uh this song is from Modern Vampires of the City came out in 2013 so a little like over halfway of my high school career uh, is when this this record dropped and I was more in tune to that but once I started getting dig uh, digging deeper into their discography you you realize how um unique these guys are in in not only their their lyrical um their lyrical concepts but the arrangement of their instruments um their music videos and uh just about everything else they do um for such a uh well-known indie band they handle themselves in such a uh graceful way um Ezra's voice is amazing it's so soothing and as always, um, I will always urge you to check out the rest of their discography if you have not. Uh, get away from just the singles. They have. Uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure this is this isn't a single, um, but I wouldn't call it a deep cut. Uh, definitely check out some of their lesser known songs. Um, listen to their albums in full and see them live when you get the chance. It's 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 quite remarkable. Um, so I'm. I think this is the perfect song to lead off a beach day. And going into the next song, we have Colorado by the rapper Coda the Friend. Uh, bill collector knocking at the door. Baby mama yelling in my ear. Honestly, a lot is going on. Only thing is, I don't really care. Code of the Friend is a rapper out of uh, New York, I think Brooklyn. And uh, rather than taking the traditional approach that most hip-hop artists from New York do, you know, like the, the thick, layered production, um, and more of a, uh, a trap, not a trap style, but kind of a, uh, more of a drill and braggadocious style, um, he, he simplifies things. He, he has a, a smoother flow. He has um, simplistic production, uh, a little lo kind of lo-fi based. Um, and he uses his platform for a lot of, um, you know, more, more than, than social and uh, racial issues. He, he works a lot with uh, issues that go on with, at home. Um, a lot of mental health things, and uh, uh, this this song in particular, it, it's a single that came out, I believe, last summer. Um, the music video is great too, by the way. Um, it's it's I think the vibe, <laughs> you know, to to I don't know, I can't find a simpler word than a vibe. The vibe that comes from this song is is relaxing, despite the lyrical content. Um, and uh, I think it's the perfect song to that, that flows from you know the indie pop that was vampire weekend into a smoother lo-fi inspired hip-hop um and like i said it's uh this this playlist is meant to be played in the background of a beach day um i think this is a great song to you know talk to your friends over and if there's a pause you can kind of jam to it for a second you know you'll, you'll be listening and your friend's like oh who is this and you're like oh i don't know let me check it out and then you get down the rabbit hole of coda's discography um his most recent album came out last year cult photo um, and I believe the, the whole it's a concept album of him growing up in New York in Brooklyn and uh, finding a way out when a lot of his friends were uh, you know succumbing to drugs which means which is a traditional hip-hop story but as well as um, other socially uh, social injustice themed stuff within it um, I think it's uh, I wouldn't say it's a deconstruction of of traditional hip-hop stories uh, like conscious hip-hop narratives but 
I think the way he he uh, produces it not not I'm not talking lyrically or instrumentally, but the way he um, I, I guess markets it is is more real. And I think because he is not a a famous rapper such as the likes of J Cole or Kendrick, it's it's more digestible and it doesn't seem so. Um, I, I, I want to say far away. It doesn't seem so far away. It seems like he's literally like your friend, you know? And I guess that's that, that's probably, that might be the origin of his name. Uh, his music feels relatable um, and digestible and just really easy to comprehend um, despite your taste. So um, I hope you guys enjoy this song. I hope you uh, thought that the transition from a indie folk, not folk, indie pop song into this lo-fi hip-hop was as good as I thought it was. Uh, if not, let me know. But uh, next we're going to go into Oliver Tree and his song Alien Boy. I fell down to earth from a hundred miles away and somehow I still make it work but it's overrated and somehow Oliver Tree has got to be one of the um, most well-known underground uh, artists right now. Um, I say this just because if you were to say the name Oliver Tree to uh, anyone who listens to traditionally pop music, they would not know. Um, but when you go on his uh, on his social media pages, it is just flooded with um, you know diehard fans. He is an unusual character to say the least. Uh, I have this whole rant about how he is a industry plant <laughs> i firmly believe that um but he is just just such a remarkable character in the music industry right now um no one really knows where he came from uh he makes this hip-hop kind of inspired pop music um that sounds very it sounds different but if you break it down by structure it is just like a basic pop structure uh and it drives me crazy because i love his voice i love a lot of his lyrics but he does not take himself seriously at all. He is this man who is like always in character. No one really knows what it, what he says is true or false. Um, he made this one song, which is clearly, very clearly about a, a failed relationship and um, him admitting to fucking up. And when, if, if you ask him, there, there's a million interviews about this, that song in particular, and he will always say it's about his scooter extreme sports team in like high school. And like this man does not take himself seriously at all. Um, he makes himself die in every music video, such as this one. Uh, but he is slowly and slowly blowing up in like disproportionate ways. I don't understand it. He had this one tour before COVID started called um, my like I think it was the the farewell tour, and he said that he will never tour again. And then he said he quote unquote canceled his debut. Al he hasn't even released an album yet. He quote unquote uh, canceled his uh, debut album, and then. Months later, he's like, just kidding, my album is coming out. And then just a week ago, he was like, nope, it's not coming out. It's being delayed. So no one really knows what's going on with this guy. Um, Alien Boy. <laughs> Let's get back to Alien Boy. Uh, fantastic song. It's it's a, uh, I think it's his lead single. Um, probably the one that if you were to ask someone uh, about Oliver Tree, they would, they would know this song. And you can tell what I mean by like simplistic production and like uh, hip hop inspired. Uh, but I mean, like I said, like it's it's repetitive, uh, it's catchy, it has all the makings of like a pop song that I think he was planted by the industry to deconstruct uh, what people think pop music should be, and I enjoy that, I really do. And his uh, his persona is larger than life, 
in the weirdest ways possible. So um, enjoy this song. I think it fits perfectly on here because it is it's smooth. It is um, sort of kind of lo-fi-ish, um, but it's one of those songs that you don't have to be blasting it to rage to it. You can put it on the background while you're hanging out, maybe toss the football around on the beach, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, drink your beverage. So moving on, we're going into another rapper. His name's Smino and his song, Anita. I believe that Smino is slowly rising up in in popularity and prominence in hip hop right now, the same way that Chance the Rapper did, um, due to his unorthodox flow um, and his voice. And I feel like most rappers are very are able to uh, be distinguished by their voice. Um, I mean, Kanye is Kanye, Jay Z is Jay Z, uh, Tyler the Creator is another one whose voice really stands out. But uh, Smino, I don't even know how to describe it. It's very it's sharp and it sounds like he needs a drink of water most of the time. Um, but I really enjoy this song. Uh, I think this this album is off. I mean, this is off of his album Black Swan. Um, my cousin Santi showed this to me uh, a couple years ago when it when it first came out. Uh, he uh, Smino hails from St. Louis, but I think he lives in Chicago now, or vice versa. It's one of the two. He's like this St. Louis slash Chicago rapper. Um, he has hometown pride for both, uh, and I think a lot of his uh, a lot of his music is is interesting and like I said earlier, unorthodox. Um, the production is very uh, I wouldn't say technical, but it kind of sounds. Uh, I guess sharp again is another way to describe it, uh, and uh, it 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 sticks with you. It's very memorable because it's different, and I I really appreciate a lot of things that he's doing. Um, I won't vouch for the rest of his discography just because I've only uh, listened to that album and a couple other singles. I myself need to take a deeper dive into this artist as well, but this is a perfect song to uh, to go on the beach playlist because I vividly remember having this song on in the car on beautiful days, you know, heading to the beach or just enjoying the sunny day. Um, I think this song, the, the melody and the beat all kind of bring this uh, joyous vibe around you. And I... Uh, firmly believe that it belongs on this fucking playlist even though you don't believe it or not <laughs> i'm kind of going crazy here guys i'm sorry um doing a podcast by yourself is fucking weird all right uh i mean i've been on podcasts with alan multiple times and i'm starting to get really comfortable with that but like just talking to myself and staring at the logic screen while i'm on like my fifth cup of coffee like it's just driving me insane and i love talking and i love talking about music and um you know, I'm I'm going to try and get more guests on here, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Sorry for the rant. Anyways, let's go on to the next song, which is Hazy by Glass Animals. Your baby's falling. You know I'm talking now. You know I'm dancing. If you approached me in 2015 and asked me who some of my favorite bands were uh, at that time period, uh, Glass Animals would definitely be top three. Um, just listen to, to Dave's voice. In the same way that, that Ezra from Vampire Weekend's voice is soothing, Dave's is very calming and it kind of it cradles you and his voice sounds like dripping honey from a spoon onto bread. It's it's bizarre. And this album in particular, uh, it's called Zaba. It's very... Um, 
jungle kind of it's it's very jungle themed uh in the way that they produced everything um and i know everything kind of sounds really electronic but when you see them live like i've done like i've only done it twice i think but they it's all actual instruments and it's very beautiful and he brings a lot of energy to the songs that you don't hear on the the um on the lp and i really enjoy what they're doing for music right now because dave and co um they're all from they're all from the uk all right and the backstory of of glass animals they all met at like oxford and dave and a couple other guys were like majoring and graduated with degrees in um i think it was neuro neuro neuroscience or something like that and they were all going to be brain surgeons i think they were uh they already got their masters they were going to go to med school but then they were like you know what fuck it you know let's make some music and so they did and so they released an ep and then zaba and it kind of took off really quickly uh with their song gooey and this song hazy is uh one of the singles off of zaba um and they proceeded to make another album a couple years later, and now finally, after three or four years, um, they are back. Um, but I thought to throw it back all the way to their debut would be perfect because this, uh, just the the energy that comes from the, that album in particular, is meant to calm you down, but also make you a little anxious. Um, but I think I'm really emphasizing the calm down part in this song uh, to translate to this playlist in particular. Um, it's dancey like a lot of their music is. And I think that, you know, we're here on, what is this? The fifth song, fifth or sixth song on the playlist. And by now, if you're anything like me or my friends, we're a couple beers in and we're feeling good and we're ready to start. We're ready to start dancing. We're ready to start grooving a little bit. And so let me take this playlist to a dancier kind of groove. Um, with the next song, which is North by Clara. I'm nervous, couldn't tell you why. Touching me, hands warm on my thighs. And I know I could turn up my dive. Afraid of what I'm gonna find. I hope by now you're finally catching on to uh, how I built this playlist. I really wanted to ease into getting to the beach, you know, getting your towel out, and then slowly kind of crescendo to dance your kind of beats and songs while not being overly hype. Um, and I think Claro does a really good job on this, uh, of uh, good job of this, on this song in particular, even though the rest of her discography is very bedroom poppy and um, kind of sad in a sense. Um, but even though the lyrical content of this song is sad, the, the production behind it is fantastic. Um, I mean, the synth driving it with that upbeat um, drum combo is, is fantastic. And I love her voice, and I love Claro. Uh, she is a fantastic singer, songwriter, artist. Um, I'm not sure where she's out of, but if you've never listened to her, which I think it's hard to believe now uh, or hard to know anyone that hasn't heard of her, uh, she is slowly be, like kind of coming up in the pop scene even though it's not entirely pop it's like that lo-fi bedroom weird stuff that uh everyone kind of is is into now um but her discography speaks for itself it's very thoughtful and um it's really well put together and her voice and the melody of her songs are catchy yet haunting in a sense um 
and I believe that she has a very bright future, um, brighter than the likes of other, you know, up and coming pop stars such as like Billie Eilish and all that stuff. I like Billie, but uh, I think that she might have been peaking too early while um, Claro is really, really on the rise right now. So be on the lookout for Claro. Uh, listen to her uh, album that came out last year. Um, and yeah, let's go on. Let's get into another up and coming artist that will definitely be making an appearance on another on the radar um, playlist eventually in the future. And that is Wallows and the song Ground. Uh, Wallows is a alternative trio out of Los Angeles, and if you're not familiar with the name of the band, um, and you're around my age, you might be familiar with the name of the lead singer, the guy that's singing right now. His name is uh, Dylan Minnette, I think it is. He is uh, the lead actor on Netflix's 13 Reasons Why, um, and I won't vouch for that show. I'm not a big fan, but I do know uh, him from there. Uh, but I knew him from Wallace first, which was kind of crazy when I saw them at, um, I think it was Lollapalooza a couple years ago. And then I saw a video, I mean, not a video, a, an episode of that 13 Reasons Why, because my roommate in college was watching it. And I was like, oh, I know that guy. Like, I met him after after her show. I'm like, what the hell? That's crazy. I didn't realize he was an actor. But uh, the, uh, I mean, it's an L.A. band of kids our age, of my age. And they're, so they're all actors in some in some capacity. Um, but I think the true passion is music, and if it is, it shows. Their um, 2019 uh, debut, um, which I believe is called uh, Nothing Really Matters. Oh, I'm sorry, I mean Nothing Happens. Um, it is fantastic, and I think it, it actually won my personal award of uh, that best album of the year. Um, and I'll, I'll mention that in, in, a, in a future podcast, but what they're doing for alternative music is fantastic. Uh, and I think it's one, it's another one of those, um, situations where they're kind of slowly growing, even though they have, uh, the, the fan power behind them of 13 Reasons Why and what other, uh, whatever other shows that they've started on. Um, cause I remember when I, when I saw them last time, I was like, it doesn't sound like it's white girl music, but there's a lot of white fangirls here, and it turns out it's, that's because of their stardom. Um, and they and they do really good covers of uh, of of the Smiths and the Cure when they play live. They're a lot of fun, um, but this song in particular is from their their EP in 2016 or 17, um, which which features this song and uh, and I think four others and. Yeah, this song is fantastic. The whole EP is fantastic, and everything that they're doing is fantastic. I'm really looking forward to what they have in the future because for them to have such a successful EP and a debut is is remarkable. Um, and by not getting too much mainstream success yet, I love when a band is slowly on the come up through the underground and indie scene without touching the radio yet while also having a bigger fan base. And to say the least, I'm a Wallace fanboy. I hope uh, listening to this song will get you interested and you'll listen to their album, Nothing Happens, which is a damn near a masterpiece. So uh, moving on <laughs> from my from my Wallows uh, soapbox, we have the song Pony by Waves.
the inclusion of this song has nothing to do with me being a nerd, a super nerd about this band, like I have been on about half of the other uh, artists on here. Um, because I, I'm not, I'm not super familiar with Waves' discography, but I'm a huge fan of their album Five. Um, and if you're looking up, if you're trying to look that up, it is uh, Roman numeral Five, so V. Um, because of the surfy kind of punk rock influence it has um, throughout the throughout the album, and this song is a testament to that. I think it is dancey while still being kind of grungy and sounds of that garage rock, which I'm a fucking slut for. Um, with those overly reverbed and, cor- and chorused out um, vocals. Uh, I think it's a perfect song to really start, you know, getting after it on the beach. You're relaxing and you're, you're having a good time. You're bobbing your head, you're slamming the bruise, and you're just having a damn good time because this song, regardless of your taste in music, can really get you hype and really not, but like not too much, you know, not, not too hype. You're, you're, it fills you with energy, and uh, you're ready to, to take on some more brews and uh, tackle the day. Apply some more sunscreen because you're going to be out there for a little bit. You're going to be out there till the sunset having a damn good day with your friends. And I think this song is played in the background of a lot of car rides with me and my friends having a really good time on our way to parties or something else. Um, and I think it's just uh, it's one of those songs that kind of sounds like it fits in like a uh, a montage in a coming of age movie. And for some reason, I'm a huge fucking fan of those kind of songs. If you haven't told, if you weren't able to tell from the past few playlists. So, uh, moving on from waves, we're gonna start uh, winding into the final bookends of this playlist we have uh, with "Young World" by Slow Pulp. This is the second uh, artist I have on this playlist that claims two cities, one being Chicago and the other, I think, is Milwaukee. Um, Slow Pulp is this uh, indie pop band out of, uh, I think, Milwaukee originally, and they moved to Chicago. And uh, they recently released this EP, I think, which is titled Young World, uh, last summer, about a year ago to this day. Um, and it features four songs, this being the closer. And this song is all about kind of looking back on and on life and wondering, you know, what would happen if we went back to that those times where we kind of took it for granted um you know what does it how does it feel to be so young um how does it feel to not get so caught up on things like that you know and i i enjoy this song and i think it's starting to wind down the energy that just came from waves through this playlist um and some of the other dancier songs such as anita and north and ground um we're starting to to come down um, even though this playlist won't last you all day from the time you get to the beach to the time the sun sets. This is definitely a more sunsetty song. We're starting to come down from the high that was the beach day. And uh, I think Young young um, World, I'm sorry, I believe the song Young World by Slow Pulp is the perfect to really lead into the final heavy hitter that we have on this playlist. And that is Time to Pretend by MGMT. Let's go. 
Does anyone that's listening know the uh, story of MGMT's rise to stardom? Um, and if not, if you, if if so, then skip ahead. But if not, I'll give you a brief version. Uh, MGMT is, so, is short for the management, which was the name of the band that these two Columbia students uh, started and started playing around school. Um, they had a loathing for pop music at the time, and what they would do, they would you know they would. Uh, play and cover pop songs just to you know i believe it was to get into frat parties and play and kind of make fun of it to themselves and then they're like well let's see how much people would like it if we wrote pop songs and you know so they wrote like the catchiest songs they could they could imagine which is of course uh turned out to be electric feel time to pretend the first four songs on their debut album and it blew up they blew up and by making music that they hated and so for of course while the touring the the first album they were writing their next album which was supposed to be a total departure of their original song their, the original sound and um people ended up not liking it they released that album and another one and i think maybe one more before little dark age which was released two years ago um which that is a fantastic work of art if you haven't heard that before um all that, all that aside, time to pretend is the fantastic, the, the the most fantastic way to either start or end pretty much any playlist, man. Um, the the just the intro itself and those initial uh, couple piano and synthesizer chords leading up into the overly reverbed um, voice of the lead singer and the Sith-driven '80s pop style background, um, kind of like Depeche Mode, but uh, pop, like even more poppy. So um, this song is the perfect background song for anything that you're doing. doesn't matter what it is. It's going to make it epic. I don't know why. It's just the arrangement and the production is just so thick and juicy and just fun. Um, you know, and those opening lines, you know, we're, uh, we're feeling rough, we're feeling raw in the time of our life. You know, it's, it's another one of those songs that would be played in a montage of a coming-of-age movie. Yes, I suck. I'm sorry. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the playlist um, as much as I enjoyed making it. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm awkward on this podcast. It's just so weird. So I'm going to try and get some guests on here um, to collaborate with some playlists, uh, maybe, you know, extend the reach of the the listeners I can get. Uh, and if you make it through the whole way, thank you. Um, leave comments if you want to hear or a certain type themed playlist if you want certain songs if there's anything you want me to listen to or if you just want to like drop a line and talk about music anytime my uh my instagram handle is slater.219 uh my name is mike kristen k-r-z-y-s-e-o-n don't forget the z before the y uh, you've been listening to Mike Makes Playlist, the podcast where I, Mike, literally make a playlist and describe it to you, the listeners. Thank you so much, uh, and I'll see you next week.